This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Emma Natter, who is a launch strategist. During one of her launches, she made $90,000. Something that I love about this interview is that Emma talks to us about how to figure out if you are ready to start teaching photography or ready to start offering other services besides sessions. Even if you're not interested in launching a course or teaching, you will still love hearing Emma's story. Let's dive into this interview with Emma. Hey, Emma, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Logan. I'm so excited to be here. Love Cole's Classroom. Yay, I love hearing that. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So uh, my journey has been not just like a straight shot. So it's, it's been kind of fun because I know a lot of what we're going to be talking today about is pivoting into education. So there's lots of pivots that are going on for people. So anyway, I never thought that I was going to be like a business coach or an educator. I didn't even, that word educator didn't even mean anything to me. I just started my business by selling photography services for styling. So I make these handmade backdrops with plaster and paint and all that kind of stuff. And they just kind of took off in a way that I hadn't expected because I had tried a couple of other business ideas that didn't really work out. But with these styling surfaces, I had realized a few things that had worked so well that really clicked, especially this technique that I think we'll get into later that I use called the heart story. Anyway, as I started putting things together, people just like, it actually was working, you know, (laughs) like people were attracted to the brand. They really liked the products. They were sharing about it without me having to really do much about it. And things just really started to take off. I was just selling a lot. And so I had this feeling of, oh my gosh, if people just knew more about this stuff, if they could just do some of the stuff that I had done, they could be so successful. I had seen trying to make things work for so long and it not working. And then all of a sudden things started working. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I've got to tell more people about this. And so I just kind of reached out on Instagram and I said, is anybody needing help with branding? And I got a couple of clients and I started testing things out. I'm a business coach who helps people find success and fulfillment in the work that they're doing. And so I never thought of myself as a coach. I never thought I would be in business. I actually got my degree in English and then I got a master's in creative writing. And so I thought that I was going to be writing novels during my kids' naps and that maybe I might get something published someday, but probably not. (laughs) But everything sort of (laughs) changed when I got pregnant and I realized, you know what, I actually do want to take a bigger role in supporting my family and providing for them and nurturing their big dreams someday. At first I was going to go to law school and then I was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And then my next idea was, I think I'll do a business. And so I spent all this money on business courses and 
spent all this time interning for free at different small businesses and I could not make any money at all. It was very frustrating. I spent a year spending and spending and spending trying to make my business happen and nothing worked. And then it was finally when we were, my family sort of hit a crisis, which I feel like this happens for a lot of business owners when you finally have hit a crisis that things actually change. And for that, it was my husband just kind of hit a wall with a job he was at. He was teaching and it was just a really terrible situation. He was like, I don't even think I want to teach anymore. And everything that he was interested in doing, he would have to, we would have to invest a lot in education for him. And I had this thought that I had never had the guts to say before of, I know what I want to do. What if we spent that money on me instead? I hired a business coach for more money than (laughs) we could possibly think of spending. And finally, things started to work. And what I ended up creating were surfaces, styling surfaces for photographers. So there were these handmade backgrounds, hand plastered and painted. And this was before there were so many people doing that in, in this industry. And they just really took off. And I had so much fun creating the product. I had so much fun creating the brand. And it was really connecting with people in a way that I had not been able to do before when I was trying to make my business happen on my own. And I had these connections, these certain things that just clicked for me. And I thought, oh my gosh, I think if other people could have this too, they could have the same kind of success. The people who are struggling the way that I was struggling, I think if they just knew these these things, they could be successful too. I love that you saw that you could help people and you kind of went with that. So keep going, but I just had to add that in. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was something that I couldn't ignore. It felt really important to me. You know, it it felt like this is an important thing that I need to do. So I just kind of reached out on Instagram and I said, is anybody struggling to figure out their brand? Cause I think I can help. <laughs> and I got my first two coaching clients and they paid me $75 an hour. And I was like, I cannot believe I'm making $75 an hour. This is amazing just for talking on the phone. <laughs> and so I kind of just tested my process and figured out what would help them. And we ended up launching new brands for them and their success brought me more clients. And so I just kind of kept refining this process and refining this process. And I ended up a year after I started working with people, I ended up launching my own course. I put all, everything that I had learned about my process, everything that I had done in this course called the aesthetic way And I launched this course. I had about 1,200 subscribers on my email list, and I ended up making $90,000 in that launch. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wait, can you repeat that number just so we know that that's actually what you meant to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I made made $90,000 on my first launch of my program. And that is mind blowing. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was mind blowing the year before. So like my first year in business, when I started doing the surfaces and I started coaching people, I had made $83,000, which that much money was just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I made this much. And then I launched that course. And in one week 
made even more $90,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, life changing amount of money. I remember getting off my first webinar and I had made $25,000 in one webinar and I was just in shock. Like I just kept doing the math over and over and like calling my husband in. And like, I remember my mind was just blank and I was like, I don't even know what just happened. Like I worked so hard to make $25,000 last year and months and months to make that. And now I just made it in an hour. That is amazing. (laughs) I'm like, that's hard to even comprehend because that doesn't even seem real, but I know it is. And that's why we're having you on here today. (laughs) Yeah, it was anyway, there's, we can get into more of it later, but there's a lot that, that went into that, that I didn't even know was going on. But again, I had that same feeling of, oh my gosh, if other people just knew how to do this, they could be so successful too. Uh, I remember talking to a friend who she'd host workshops all over the world and she would talk to me about how excited she was that she'd just made $20,000 selling a few spots to her workshop. And I remember getting on the phone with her and I was like, stop doing these workshops that are stressing you out all the time. Just sell a course. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, yeah, I'm, I cannot wait to chat more about this. So going back to kind of the beginning, you've worked with several photographers from your experience. How can you tell when someone's ready to jump into the education world? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think the biggest thing, and I've already kind of said it a couple of times, but I think the biggest thing is when you have that moment of, wow, if other people just knew blank, they could have such incredible success and for Mm -hmm. you to feel so confidently that you could be able to deliver that for them. And then I think the other really, I would say there's two things. And the first is that, so you need to feel that. And then the second thing is you need to be ready to carve out a lot of time dedicated to making it happen. So, you know, maybe a few hundred hours where you're like, okay, I'm, this is time that I'm setting aside to launch a course. Yeah, time is definitely important. I know launching a course is not easy. I've launched a few things in the past few years with Cole's Classroom. And even then, when we have a team behind us, it is always a little stressful (laughs) and overwhelming. Yes, it can definitely be overwhelming. And especially, you know, the market, I have complete confidence that anybody can navigate the market if that's what they want to do. But you can't just throw anything out there anymore. It's got to be really intentional now. Yes, I would 100% agree, especially with so many different options for education in the photography world. It's, yeah, you've got to make it good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think a lot of photographers want to share their passion and create courses to share with others, but they have no idea where to start. So what would your advice be for those people? Yeah, so I... The advice that I always give is that I would definitely start with coaching people one-on-one. One is because you get the best success stories and you can have proof that your concept is a good one. So one thing that I didn't know, it's taken me two and a half years to figure out why in the world did my first launch go so well? Because I've coached so many people since and I've kind of been like, we've done the same, the same structure for the webinar and we've had the same structure for the email and they didn't, you know, why didn't they match exactly what I did? And I think one of the hugest things is that I spent an entire year 
creating massive transformations for people. And so people were coming to me, they knew that I had made these trans massive transformations. And so then when I had this course come out, that it was a lower price point, it was more affordable, they were ready to be on board because they had watched real transformations happening for an entire year. I think having that, it's going to give you the experience. It's going to give you those transformation stories that you need. It's going to help you really understand what your process is. Because when me and my copywriter and my designer, we have like a, a launch team where we'll work with clients, all three of us. When we're working with somebody and they're, they have a pretty good idea or they've had something that's only worked for themselves, it's a lot harder to sell because we don't know exactly what is going to be the selling point. We don't know exactly what the transformation is going to look like for other people. And so only being able to stick onto one person's success story is a lot less powerful. And so it's the very best when somebody comes to us and they're like, oh yeah, like I've been working with this, with people for a year on this. And they already, like, I already know that it works. We just need to, we just need to get it out to more people. What do you think is the biggest roadblock when people are trying to launch a course? Yeah, I think the biggest roadblock is I think people think it needs to be perfect. And so, you know, maybe you've watched people that you admire launch stuff. Maybe you've watched Cole's Classroom launch things or other photographers that you really admire launch things. And maybe they've made it look beautiful from the very beginning, or maybe they're a few years into it and it looks perfect. And so you think this needs to look perfect before, in order for the success to come. But the truth is that like, when I work with, you know, I I work with a copywriter and a designer sometimes, and and we'll put together an entire launch for somebody so we can make anybody look amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just because you, just because the copy is there and the design is there and the strategy is there it doesn't mean that you're going to automatically be successful. You need to have something proven, like I kind of was already talking about, like something proven that that works. And that's what matters more. And trust me, like I started my business as, as a floral designer, as an art director, as a stylist. So I really find aesthetics to be really, really important. But I think there's a, you have to be able to make sure that everybody understands how beautiful your product, your approach, how valuable that is before we really put on the design and all the other things to make it just look so sexy and amazing. What mistakes have you seen photographers make when diving into the education world? Yeah, really good question. I I came up with three of the biggest mistakes that I see that I don't think really get talked about very much by other people who teach about education. One of the biggest things that I find is that sometimes photographers, they kind of want to make it about them. They, you know, they come to me and they say, I want to do this rebrand and I want to get like my photography clients. I just don't want that to be as much part of it. I just want things to be about me and what I'm doing right now and that I'm this educator. And I understand why people do this is because a lot of times these photographers are feeling really burnt out. They're wanting to get away from their photography business that's totally stressing them out. Maybe you're seeing other people being educators and you're like, oh my gosh, I know just as much as they do. I've been just as successful. I have just as valuable of information to share. 
And so they think like, okay, well, I just need to rebrand to look as amazing as my competition. And the truth is, is that I think maybe several years ago, I think that could have worked. But I think people who are up and coming, who are looking for educators, they kind of lose trust in people who are just putting themselves at the forefront. There are so many people who feel burned from other courses where they're just like, oh, this person was successful. And so, but they can't teach other people to be successful. I think people are realizing that there's a difference between those two skill sets. It's a very different skill set to create your own success and then another to help other people be successful. And so the more you lean into that second one, I think the more success that you're going to see moving forward into a market that's a little bit more crowded. Yeah, I love I love how you say, you know, it's not all about you necessarily. Just building that trust with potential clients that you do deliver a good course and things like that is just so important. Yeah. I think a, the second mistake that I see a lot is people just thinking that this is something that you can just kind of add on to the side. And I actually mm-hmm. think a lot of people in who sell education about creating education, they kind of sell it that way. You know, they, they kind of make it sound like, oh, just add on this new income stream to your business and watch your business just like blow up and whatever. And it seems like this no brainer to buy their program. But the truth is that you, and like, like we talked about already, you can create a huge amount of revenue having this kind of business model, but it's a totally different business model. And you're going to feel a little bit of that divide and you might have to make some hard choices in the future. For example, when I really started getting into my coaching, I really loved, I loved making my styling boards, but I was working in a small apartment in New York City. And I knew that if I really wanted to take, if I really wanted to scale that side of my business, I was going to need employees. I was going to need a bigger space to make everything. And I was going to need to market like crazy. And that takes a lot of overhead. Whereas I also saw this opportunity for coaching where I said, I can scale how much money I charge per hour. I can sell digital courses and that has some overhead, but not nearly as much as if I were to like rent a space and have employees and whatever. And so I had to make that hard choice of which one do I want to do? And part of it was, oh yeah, like this is less expensive. But I was also like, this is really fun. I love talking about ideas. I love helping people. I really want to lean into this to see where where it goes. And so I had to say, I had to cut off that other side of my business, which then made me feel a lot of shame about it. And I think there's a lot of people who, when they pivot into education, there's so many people who will come at you and say like, oh, well, now you're just making your money from education. But I don't think there's any shame in that. Cause I, you know, if you can point to all these people who are like, yeah, well, if you're going to create transformations that change people's lives like this, that takes a lot of time and investment and money and vision. And so I need to, I need to be there for that. And if I'm trying to divide my time to prove to you that, yeah, I can sell this and I can also sell education. It's not going to like, I'm not going to be able to deliver as many results to my students and my clients. And so I think when you're considering education, I see some people, I see plenty of photographers who can do both of those but you, you just have to realize that like, there's some things that you're going to have to make decisions about. It's not that you have to choose one or the other, but they're two different audiences. They're two different, two different kinds of content that you're creating. There might, might turn into two different websites that you're going to have. 
you know, and maybe someday in the future, that's something that you could put on evergreen or kind of scale without having to put a lot of time into it. But that's something that I have not seen in my business and I haven't seen in other people's businesses, businesses that I've helped. And maybe we're, you know, we're just not at that level yet. Maybe that's like a a different level to get to. But I also think, you know, there's a lot of time that you have to put in, pay your dues before, before you get there, if there even is a there. (laughs) I totally get that. I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much time and effort goes into say launching a course or like launching a podcast, whatever it might be that you're launching. There are hours and hours and hours put into those type of things. Yeah. And not even like the course creation to like the launch and just the launch altogether. Oh yeah. When I, I don't do it this way as much before, but when I remember when I first launched the program where I made $90,000, I had a huge to-do list of everything that I wanted to do. Cause I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I possibly know how to, to make this thing work. And I looked it over with my husband to see like, how do we plan for this for the next couple of months? And I remember he just kind of totaled up the amount of hours that it was going to take. And he was like, yeah, you're looking at like 200 hours of work just for the launch, not even for the course. And, you know, we kind of underestimated in some areas, a lot of the tech, it was the first time I'd ever used some of that tech. And so it took me like three times as long to figure it out. Webinars take a freaking long time to write. Usually I spend even the last web- webinar that I wrote for myself, I think I spent like 40 hours on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a Four whole work week. week. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, anyway, it's a, it's a lot of time. So I, when, when clients come to me, I, I try to be really upfront about it. I think a lot of people make it sound like launching is easy. And maybe for some people it is, but I have never worked with anybody who can just pull off a launch and, you know, only spend 50 hours on it. Usually people are spending a hundred hours, 150 hours. And so just recognizing that you're not going to be able to just like fit that in, in like your extra time, you have to plan for that. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you and your team do to help launch courses? Yeah. So one of the things that, so what we do is I, a lot of times what we have found is that to help people launch a course, we can kind of do it in three days. So that's like our favorite way to do it is that I spend a whole day doing coaching work and strategizing. And really what my goal is, is to kind of figure out where is their approach? How is their approach unique? And how can we kind of flavor and approach the entire launch in the way that is unique for just them? The way that I do that from the beginning is I use this technique that I call the heart story that anybody can go onto my website and find their heart story. And it helps you kind of figure out what is the most unique approach for you kind of figuring out your way. So anyway, we kind of talk through that. We spend a whole day. I give a whole calendar, a whole launch plan for exactly what you need to be doing day by day on your Instagram, on your email, whatever else you, I just did a a YouTuber launch the other day. And then my copywriter, Anna Woods, she goes through and she will write a sales page and she'll write some important conversion emails or posts so that, and she takes everything that we talked about in, in our strategy coaching day. And she puts that into amazing copy, just like 
so simple, so clear, like exactly speaking to who needs this for help. It's she's not about, I don't know, trying to persuade or trying to make people feel icky. It's all just like, here's exactly why this is so valuable. This is exactly for these people. And if you want it, this is for you. And then the third day, uh, my designer, Carly Anna, she comes on and she designs like this gorgeous sales page and she creates all this, these graphics and other design assets. Sometimes she'll do an ebook. Sometimes she'll do like email graphics to kind of just like really put those finishing touches on to help people see like, you know, how incredible your launch is going, how exciting it is for this course to be out there. We really want people to feel like we want your audience to be like, oh my gosh, this is something so exciting and so amazing. You know, like this is one of the coolest things you've ever done. And so with this process, we can really go from starting with strategy to ending with that. Oh, this is so exciting. We love it kind of experience. That's really exciting. I I know some photographers that have worked with you guys, of course, and seeing how well their launches have gone, just, it always amazes me. (laughs) But you guys, you guys are pretty amazing. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's it's been fun because we like, you know, we had all been working on launches separately or there would just be one of us. And then when COVID hit, we were like, you know what, I think we could really help people get these out there in just three days. And so kind of started this new project and, and we love, we love working together so much. Yeah. On our own stuff, we help each other. And then we love working with other clients too. And it's just, it's, it's so good to have more than one brain kind of thinking about how to navigate, navigate what you're launching and how we can make it as attractive and impactful as possible. For sure. So if uh, our listeners want to learn more about you and also if they're interested in launching a course, where can we find you on social media? Yeah. So I'm at Emma underscore Natter. Yeah. You can come over to findmyheartstory.com or emmanatter.com. And that is where I would definitely start no matter where you're wanting to work on for your launch to figure out, you know, what is your unique approach? And if you love that, then reach out to us and we can get you scheduled for, for work on your launch. We're excited about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Logan. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.